0: Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Friday, October 8th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include All Eyes on the Jobs Report, Crypto Continues to Climb, and New York Real Estate Struggles Without Office Workers. Those stories and more, but first, let's get you caught up on markets. U.S. stock futures are flat ahead of the September payroll report that's set to be released at 8.30 Eastern. Dow S&P 500 and NASDAQ 100 futures are all unchanged, while the yield on the 10-year Treasury note climbed above 1.6% for the first time since June. Oil prices are higher, with Brent crude rising about 1% to over $82 a barrel. The U.S. Energy Department rebuffed claims that it was planning to release strategic reserves of oil to counter the rise in energy prices. In Europe, the stock's Europe 600 declined two-tenths of a percent, while energy stocks gained on the back of the rise in crude prices. Italy's Eni added close to 2%, and Ecuador climbed 3.5%. China's markets reopened after the Golden Week holiday, with the Shanghai Composite Index advancing half a percent. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index added three-tenths of a percent, while Japan's Nikkei 225 climbed more than one percent. Gold futures are trading higher at $1,763 an ounce. Bitcoin is gaining two percent and trades over $55,000. Now, our top stories. Economists are forecasting that the U.S. added half a million jobs last month, and they see the unemployment rate as moving lower to 5.1%. Those estimates are a preview of what to expect when the government releases September's non-farm payroll and the household employment reports at 8.30 Eastern. Hourly earnings are also expected to have increased. Employers remain eager to hire with nearly 11 million unfilled jobs at the end of July. That's the highest on record and exceeds the number of unemployed workers seeking jobs. The U.S. had roughly 5 million fewer jobs in August compared with February of 2020. Bitcoin and cryptocurrency values continue to climb and have, quote, gone over the tipping point in terms of public acceptance. Those are the words of Michael Novogratz. He is the founder and chief executive of Galaxy Digital. He was speaking on CNBC Thursday as he promoted his company's venture within Vesco to create crypto exchange-traded funds. Novogratz argued that increased institutional acceptance has led to an influx of funds from money managers looking to add crypto to their portfolios. Invesco announced the launch of two passively managed exchange-traded funds that are focused on digital assets and blockchain. Beginning today, the new ETFs will list on the CBOE global markets. In separate news, George Soros' family office confirms that it owns Bitcoin. And Midtown Manhattan is suffering worse than any other neighborhood in the city when it comes to vacant storefronts. That's according to a new real estate industry report. Nearly 30 percent of storefronts in New York's prime business district are empty. A, quote, devastating lack of office workers means there's not enough customers to keep retailers up and running. That's according to the Real Estate Board of New York. Only about 25 to 30 percent of the normal number of workers are coming into the office, meaning about 60,000 people on the streets, compared to 180,000 office workers in the area before the pandemic lockdowns. About two-thirds of companies have delayed their returns to the office to as far back as early 2022. In other news, the Senate passed a short-term increase to the debt limit. Federal Reserve Governor Lyle Brainerd detailed how the central bank is preparing to beef up its assessment of growing threats from climate-related events, including natural disasters and wildfires. A global agreement to set a minimum 15% corporate tax rate cleared its last major hurdle Thursday after Ireland, a low-tax country that is the European headquarters for some of the largest U.S. tech companies, said it would join the overhaul effort. The new rate will affect over 1,500 companies in Ireland, employing half a million people. They include tech giants such as Apple, Google, Amazon, and Facebook. It may end up costing the country about 2 billion euros in lost revenues. The last remaining holdout for the deal in the EU is Hungary. President Biden and Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen are also on board, though they face the challenge of getting the agreement through Congress. Tesla is moving its headquarters to Texas. Elon Musk announced the move from Tesla's Austin-area factory, which the company began building last year and where it held its annual shareholder meeting Thursday. Musk's brother Kimball will continue serving as a Tesla director, despite shareholder services firm ISS recommending investors vote against his re-election to the board. Musk also said that Tesla is ready to buy as many batteries as producers can make. Turkey is looking to buy 40 Lockheed Martin-made F-16 fighter jets and 80 modernization kits for existing fighters, as the NATO member looks to modernize its air force after the purchase of F-35 jets fell through. United Airlines will expand its flight schedule closer to pre-pandemic levels to meet demand for holiday travel. In December, United will fly more than 3,500 domestic flights daily, about 91% of its domestic capacity from 2019. Comcast said it has built a smart TV that will run on its own operating system. The broadband-powered smart TV called Sky Glass will be available to UK customers of Sky, Comcast's European pay TV unit, this month and in other European markets next year. The company wouldn't say whether a Comcast-powered smart TV would be launched in the U.S. Viacom CBS said that it had reached a multi-year distribution deal with WOW, also known as Women of Wrestling. Samsung Electronics is forecasting a nearly 30% jump in third-quarter operating profit. The world's largest maker of mobile phones said it also plans to boost investments by one-third to more than $200 billion over the next three years. Taiwan's semiconductor manufacturing September revenue was up 20% year-over-year. And Chubb shares are lower by about 3% in pre-market trading after the Swiss-based insurer agreed to buy some of Cigna's Asia-Pacific operations. IBM has mandated that its employees be fully vaccinated or face unpaid suspension. Pfizer is asking the FDA to authorize COVID vaccines for children ages 5 to 11. Moderna said it plans to spend up to half a billion dollars to build a new manufacturing plant in Africa to supply doses of its COVID-19 vaccine and potential additional vaccines to the continent that has grappled with a shortage. San Francisco plans to lift indoor face mask requirements in limited settings. ConAgra is set to raise prices to offset inflation effects. And Saudi Arabia's Sovereign Wealth Fund struck a deal to acquire Newcastle United in the English Premier League. And with No Time to Die, the new James Bond movie and the 25th picture in the Bond series premiering this month in the United States, a champagne producer is celebrating its connection with a special release. Bollinger is releasing its special Cuvée 007 Limited Edition. The suggested price is $79 a bottle. At 7 a.m., equity futures are basically flat, crude prices are higher by 1%, gold is unchanged at $1,759 an ounce, Bitcoin is higher by nearly 3% at over $55,000, and the 10-year treasury yield stands at 1.56%. On the calendar today, at 8.30 Eastern, the Bureau of Labor Statistics will release the September non-farm payrolls report, while at 10 a.m. Eastern, the Census Bureau is scheduled to release the preliminary wholesale inventory report for August. Thanks for downloading this episode of Wall Street Breakfast. If you have comments, criticism, or suggestions to make the program more relevant, please do so below. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. Have a great weekend. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.